Hey everyone, welcome. Today's message is going to look a little bit different. In fact, it's going to look a lot more like our podcast that we do regularly, our Loving God, Loving People podcast. I'm sitting here with Chad, and I'm just going to talk to Chad a little bit about the new year and a specific passage of the Bible that, that I believe is kind of our verse for the year. Chad, do you want to share that verse with us? That that also means if you're listening to the podcast, mm-hmm. it's going to feel a little different on that end too, because we're also sharing right now on a weekend. That's right. Yeah, just we decided this is like connecting a, both. It's like a crossover episode where we take two different episodes and we, we cross them over together. This is the podcast and the message. Those worlds are colliding right now. Special, vintage, unique, one mix of a kind, right here. Absolutely. So, Chad, God put on your heart this passage as we're going into the new year yeah. to kind of be our, our passage. And, and why don't you share that with us? So uh, when we start the new series, uh, City of Rebels, that's coming up. We're actually going to be walking through the book of Daniel. Mm-hmm. But kind of the theme verse for the series is from the New Testament. So it's Romans chapter 12, verse 2. And, and actually, you see Daniel and his friends living this out all through the book of, of Daniel. And so it'd be a great verse to memorize as we go into the new year. But it's Romans 12, 2. And uh, here's what it says. It says, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Romans 12, 2. Good job. Thank Nailed you. it. I Gold it star. Right. Yep. All right. So let's unpack that now. So it starts off out of the gate, don't be conformed to the pattern of this world. And I think a lot of people connect to that phrase and go, okay, I got to be totally different than everybody else. What, what does that mean, do not conform? to the pattern of, of this world. Yeah, so some people think um, that would mean then, then don't look like the world, uh, don't talk like the world, don't act like the world. Uh, just be totally and completely weird. If you follow Jesus, the weirder you are, the better you are. That, that's what some people think. In the yeah, world. if anybody likes you or, or thinks you're attractive or normal in any way, shape, or form, you're probably not following Jesus, <laughs> which, is, which is not true. Uh, but that's what people think that means. Do not conform any longer to the, to the pattern of, of this world. So just to do the whole church joke, cheesy dad joke, pastor joke. It. Bring it on. You know it's coming. Um, in the church I grew up in, people thought, okay, that means, you know, you don't drink, you don't smoke, you don't chew, uh, you don't go with girls that do, mm-hmm. you don't, uh, so it's going to show my age, you don't do disco, you don't go to parties, <laughs> you don't watch rated R movies, you don't yeah. play cards. Yep. Uh, I grew up Baptist, you don't dance. Uh, there were all of these different things that weren't necessarily in the realm of holiness, uh, they were in the realm of we're not conforming to the pattern of this world. And, and I kind of learned growing up looking at all that, okay, well, if you can't be holy, then you just have to be weird. Uh, you know, and it was just kind of this uh, odd, odd thing. So I think people think not conforming to the pattern of this world, again, means you got to be unattractive and boring and, and weird and not have any fun. Yeah. So if you have friends or you have influence or you got to, you know, circle of people you hang out with, you're probably not following Jesus because you should be so weird to those people. They want nothing to do with you. That was the mentality. Yeah, which the interesting thing is, that means uh, Jesus wasn't righteous Mm -hmm. because 
Jesus was cool. How do we know that? Because people wanted to hang out with him. Friend of sinners. Everybody gave him that title. Man, this guy's friends with sinners. Yeah. People want to hang out at his place. And So when Jesus was called a friend of sinners, um, that was not a compliment. Mm-hmm. That was religious people literally calling Jesus a glutton and a drunkard. And so Jesus is... Um, going to parties. Now, he's not being a glutton and he's not getting drunk, uh, but he's around, to use the word you use, this is the Bible word, he was around sinners. We're all sinners, but people kind of categorized it. So if you were obviously a sinner, because some people are obvious sinners, mm-hmm. right? So the holy roller crowd would call the happy hour crowd sinners. Yep. And so Jesus is called a friend of these people. It's not a compliment. Uh, he's called a, a, a drunkard and a, and a glutton. Um, and yet... Jesus is holy. Jesus is righteous. Jesus is the only one without sin. And Jesus did not conform to the pattern of the world. Mm-hmm. And yet he was at the parties. People thought he was cool. They wanted to listen to him. Uh, sinners liked Jesus. And so Jesus was not in that, I'm going to go live on a farm with no electricity, no computer, churn, moan, butter, and, you know, shut the world out. Jesus was actually the, the opposite. He engaged the world and yet was not of this world. Yeah. Right. So this happy hour crowd's like, this is a pretty cool rabbi. And they actually want to listen to what he has to say. That's he actually exactly has right. influence with them. Literally the happy hour crowd is, is calling each other. They're texting each other going, hey man, what's, what's that? What's the rabbi doing tonight? What's Jesus doing tonight? I don't want to hang out with him. Yeah. Um, which is, which is totally different because we think not conforming to the pattern of this world is totally separating ourselves from everything. Yeah. Uh, and, and again, all of a sudden you're, you're weird. And yet, you know, Jesus was kind of normal mm-hmm. um, and unique in the midst of the normalcy. So people loved him. People liked him. There was obviously something totally different about him, uh, even though he was in the midst of normal culture and, and normal life for his day and time. So as Paul's writing, he says, okay, so don't be conformed to the pattern of this world. Then he gives the alternative. He said, be transformed. And, and the word for transformed, it's, it's where we get metamorphosis, this, this complete transformation. Teaching pastor, killing it right now. <laughs> yeah, it's where we get the word metamorphosis. Yeah, so be, be completely changed, completely different creature. Be transformed by the renewing of your, of your mind. Yeah. So it gives us kind of a pathway to get there. So we want transformation. Here's, here's where it begins. It begins, begins in the mind. Explain that. Well, let's, let's back up just, just a little bit. So what does it mean then not to conform to the pattern of the world? Cause, cause now we're talking about how do, how do we do that? Mm-hmm. Well, we're transformed by the renewing of, of our mind. It's, it's like, how is it that an undercover cop mm-hmm. can be in the drug culture, but not of it? It's, it's different intention. I'm here for a different reason. Yep. Uh, I have different purpose in, in my life. So, so to use that example, so a cop can, uh, look like people in the drug culture, can be around people in the drug culture, can but they talk have, like people in the drug culture. And they have a totally different reason mm-hmm. for being there. So they're in it, but they're not of it. Mm-hmm. So the pattern of this world is the way the world operates. Mm-hmm. And the way the world operates is the world is not thinking about God That's on right. any level. That's right. Uh, the world is narcissistic, self-focused. Uh, it's about them. The world is about power. The world is about greed. The world is about survival of the fittest. Mm-hmm. That's the pattern of the world. And so how do we be in the culture but not 
of it, which takes us to, what's the second part of the verse? You quoted it a moment ago. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Yeah, so metamorpho mm-hmm. um, is the transliteration of the Greek there that you called out a moment ago. It's, it's a metamorphosis. It's, it's caterpillar to butterfly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the first thing I would say is uh, if the caterpillar is going to transform into the butterfly, uh, there's some struggle involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and there's some um, transforming that takes place that is outside of what the caterpillar can personally do, right? Yeah. So we're transformed by the renewing of, of our mind. Uh, everything that changes in our lives on the outside begins with change on the, on the inside. So, so we're transformed by thinking differently. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to change your life? Change your thinking. Yeah. Which even to receive the gospel... Uh, to say yes to following Jesus, it's a, it's a decision to, I'm going to start thinking differently. I'm no longer putting faith in myself. I'm no longer putting faith in my own effort. And that right there, there's a major transformation when we put our trust, when we, when we adjust our focus from ourselves to what Jesus has done for us, transformation starts happening. And it doesn't stop there in that moment. It's not, okay, I've been transformed because I, I've now put my faith, I've put my trust in Jesus. There's an ongoing transformation that God wants to do. And, and it has so much to do with how we think, what we think about, what we choose to focus on, what we choose to put our attention to. So for us, as we're going into this year, how can we adjust our focus to experience transformation in the midst of a world that's broken, fallen, and you know, not as it should be, it's inward focused, it's me focused. How, how can we shift our, our thinking to continue a transformation this year? Well, everybody's concerned about culture at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've all got questions about COVID and vaccine and we just had the crazy election, you know, all of these things in the realm of the culture. And, and, and then you have those of us who are followers of Jesus going, okay, what do I do in this moment? Mm-hmm. Do I fight the things that are wrong in culture or, 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 you know, it's fight or flight or, or do I, do I run from it? Mm-hmm. Um, and this verse would teach us and Jesus taught us, no, you, you don't, you don't fight and, and you don't, you don't flee, you don't run. You, you engage. Mm-hmm. And so what we have to do, like that undercover police officer, is be in it, but not of it. We have to think differently. We have to see things differently. Um, how are our minds re- renewed? Well, we fill our minds with different things. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a real simple illustration. I've given it a million times. Um, our minds are very powerful things, right? Um, I, I said this in a sermon a couple of weeks ago. If, if you're going to act right, then you got to think right. You and I can be in a scary movie where we're not in danger at all. Uh, we've got our $12 soda, <laughs> right? Well, you didn't because you're cheap. you got a $12 soda and your $11 popcorn, and you're not in danger. You're in this air-conditioned building. You're perfectly safe, but it's a scary movie. Cushion seats. You got it. Yeah. You got yeah. your Skittles. You got your candy. You're, you're, you're doing you're just fine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're living the dream. Yeah. Right? And yet, be terrified. Mm. Why is that? Heart rate increase. Sweaty palms. Physical, emotional reactions. Yeah. In an air-conditioned building and no danger with your popcorn, your soda, and your Skittles. Why are you freaking out? Because your mind has let you go there. Yeah. 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 It's it's the old garbage in, garbage out. Yep. 
which means goodness in, goodness out. Yep. I mean, the opposite would be true. What we fill our minds up with is, is what is what comes out. And so it's not that we need to be weird. It's not that we need to look totally different. It, it, it's not that we need to always avoid these different places. Now, if you have a particular issue, you need to avoid some places. If you have issues with alcohol, don't go to the bar. So let's use our brain in this conversation. But it doesn't mean we have to avoid everything. It just means what we fill ourselves with what we think about, what's going on the inside of us is different. There's different focus. There's different intentionality. And the reason it says we have to renew our mind is that has to happen every day. Yeah. Yeah, my natural tendency is to drift back to the old way. It, it's to start thinking again like I, I thought before Jesus or before whatever transformation. We naturally drift. That's why it's an ongoing journey, why we have to constantly be renewing our our minds. Now, in our culture and in the world we live in, we're inundated. Our minds are inundated with more information, more data, more messaging, more imagery, more advertising, trying to get us to feel certain ways. That's constantly happening in our world. How do we, in the midst of that reality of where we live, where we're constantly being bombarded, our minds are being filled, to choose to fill our minds with the right things and to focus on the right things? How do I do this? Yeah, so we live in the information age, and yet there's very little wisdom. Yeah. Um, I, I think we have to have moments every day where we choose the renewing. Mm-hmm. Um, I know this is something that you do regularly. Um, what are some of the practices that, that you have? So, so we've got all these things coming at us. Um, we have to take some time and shut that off mm-hmm. and make sure that we're being filled with the right things. That is the renewing and, and it has to be a daily renewing. Yeah. So I'll turn it back on you. What are some yeah. Of one of the, one of the things that I do is I, I have, specific times that I'm not turning on my phone, looking at social media, looking at news feeds, whatever it is, that, that I'm going to cut off that supply of information. Yeah, let me just, yeah. so I'm going to be the lead pastor for a second. One of the things that's driving me crazy is people will talk to me about what they're thinking about culture and all this kind of stuff, and they're freaking out, right? They want to do fight or flight. It's because you're filling your mind up with social media all day long or, or different you know, news from news outlets or you're listening to different podcasts. I mean, that's just a constant thing. Of course you're going to be overly concerned about it. Of course you're going to be freaking out about it because here's the deal. You're, you're taking you know, five minutes with God every morning. Mm-hmm. And, and then you've got hours and hours and hours and hours of all this other junk. Yeah. So, so just to kind of be the preacher for a second. If I were to every few minutes eat a piece of bacon, just all throughout the day, I'm just going to eat another piece of Nothing bacon. Nothing wrong with that, Rob. Eat another piece of bacon. And then around noon, I'm going to be like, you know what? I'm going to have a salad. And I'm going to have a nice salad. I'm still going to have a heart attack. Like, that's still going to happen. I can't keep <laughs> eating bacon. Because that's the bulk of what you're that's consuming. That's right. That's yeah. right. And, and that's what we're doing with a lot of media is we just allow all this garbage in, garbage in, garbage in. It's like, now I'll do a devotional for five minutes. I'm good. I had my salad. You know, like, that's healthy. It's good for me. But, but there's times where I have to choose, okay, I'm, I'm going to stop eating the bacon for a while here. Yeah. And, and I'm going to choose then. Um, for me personally, the beginning of my day is the most important moment to, to have some kind of a positive input from God's word, whether it's the devotional, whether it's spending time reading, spending time praying, spending time quiet. The beginning of my day, I find, is way more effective because it helps steer the direction of the entire day to choose that input, to choose something that, that I know is going to help my soul realign with what God wants for me. Yeah, I, I've literally had moments where I am, um, well, Katrina and I have together, we're watching a show or something like that, and, and it just goes a direction, and we'll just look at each other and be like, well, I think we're done with this one. Mm-hmm. We have to stop watching this because 
what it's doing to us, what it's putting in our minds, the strain it might even be putting in our relationship in that moment because of whatever the content is, you just have to cut it off. So I, I think the renewing of your mind is as simple as you choose daily what goes in, yep. right, and what you're going to keep out. Yep. And just like it's garbage in, garbage out, it's also goodness in, goodness out. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you fill your mind up with is what's going to come out in your life. Mm-hmm. So it's garbage in, garbage out, and it's goodness in, goodness out. Yeah. Um, and then with that, hopefully we're filling ourselves up with the Holy Spirit. We're paying attention to God's word. We're thinking his thoughts. We're, we're thinking about, I, you gave this line last year, we're thinking about what we're thinking about, which is absolutely necessary. And then in that, in, in the strength of God's truth and the strength of the Holy Spirit and the strength of his character and, and his goodness working in us, we engage the culture. That's right. Yeah. With that, the messages we tell ourselves. The, the things we allow into our own, you, you mentioned our thoughts as we're driving, as we're going throughout our day. Uh, speak truth to yourself. Know the truth and, and God's truth and, and speak it to yourself. I have to remind myself all the time what is true and, and to allow my mind to be renewed that way, that, that God loves you, uh, that God cares for you, that, that you are a work of art, a masterpiece in Ephesians 2. Uh, Paul writes that you were created on purpose, with purpose, that, that you were made uh, to make an impact in this world, a positive impact, to be a light in a dark place, to be reminded of those things, because I can get so bogged down with all the messages, to remind ourselves of that truth, to speak that again and again, I think is so helpful for renewing our mind. Yeah, and that life's about helping people meet, know, and follow Jesus, because mm-hmm. I get off track with that really easily. I mean, even as pastor, people want to distract me from that. All the church should be doing this. All the church should be doing this. And then I open up God's word. Well, actually, this is what Jesus told us to do. Yeah. Uh, it's to help people meet, know, and, and follow him. Um, I've literally had somebody say before, I don't care how many people are getting baptized. You know, I want you to do this. And I'm like, well, I think when I stand before Jesus, yeah. he's not going to ask me anything in the realm of what you're wanting me to do. He's going to say, did you talk about me? Did you focus on me? Uh, did you share me with others? Did you help people meet, know, and follow me? And so even in the church sometimes, you know, we, we, want, we want to literally conform to the pattern of the world because we want it to be about fighting or, or we want it to be about running or, or we want it to be about power or preference and all those kinds of things. So all of that is coming at us. Mm-hmm. So do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And then you'll know what the will of God is. You, you, you'll be able to test it. You'll be able to, to prove it. You'll, you'll know it. Mm-hmm. Test and approve what God's will is. I'll quote the verse exactly. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. So if you want to know what God wants you to do, you've got to fill your mind up with the right things. Mm-hmm. If you want to know the voice of God, you've got to fill your mind up with the word of God. And word and voice just go together. That's right. Yeah. And that's kind of the big thought for the new year. Um, it's not a new thought, but guess what? It's the same stuff in the Bible over and over again. The question is, are, are we practicing it? And, and I think, you know, everybody's like, oh, 2020 is over. Thank God. Right. <laughs> and I've said this before. I'm like, OK, it's it's like you think everything's going to change when the calendar clicks over. I love you. It's not. And I have a feeling 2021 is going to look at 2020 and say, hey, man, hold my beer. Watch this. OK, the next few months might be a little bit shaky. Yep. So opportunity to be strong. If there was ever a time in our lives when we needed to renew our mind, it's daily right now. That's right. So I'm going to I'm going to challenge everybody, whether you're listening to the podcast or whether you're you're watching the New Year's uh, service in this moment. 
to, to do a few things. Um, and, and you, you, you know what they are. We're going to do the devotionals a little different, mm-hmm. uh, over the, over the next month or so. Uh, we're going to kind of take it to another level. But sign up for the daily devotionals. We're going to be walking through the series in Daniel. I think it's going to be very helpful. Mm-hmm. And so I want to encourage you to take advantage of, of that. We'll have groups that are available as we go through the Daniel series. So if you're interested in getting more connected, by the way, you're as connected at Sun Valley as you want to be. There's opportunities all over the place to connect, build relationships. As we go in this Daniel series, there's going to be opportunities for in-person groups, on-campus groups, in the home groups, online groups. And so get connected relationally. Talk to other people. Discuss these things. Process and and experience the blessing of, of those relationships. Be part of the weekend services. Uh, do that every week. Uh, this series that we're doing, City of Rebels, Walk Through the Book of Daniel, it's different than anything we've ever done. Um, it's, I say this, I think every series maybe, but, but this one is different than we've ever done. I've never preached through a series in, on Daniel, mm-hmm. uh, likened to what we're about to do. Uh, so it's going to be helpful and, uh, and it's going to be really good. So daily devotionals group, uh, be yeah, with on us the on weekend. the, on the weekends. And the first Wednesday of every month, that's when we do our online prayer service. We're going to continue to do that. And so, and so pray with us. Mm-hmm. And this past year, we had literally thousands of people. Uh, on those prayer nights, join us online, and it's and it's been great. That's good. So yeah, Chad, you want to pray a blessing over us, over our church, over our families, and that this would be a year of transformation for us. Yeah, and and last last thing. So uh, I said this a moment ago because people are like, well, you know, maybe I got to be weird to follow Jesus. You you do, <laughs> but it's weird in your character and who you are. Mm-hmm. Jesus said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law, all the prophets hang on those two commandments. Love God, love people. Here's how we're weird. We love God, love people in the midst of our culture. And uh, yeah, I am excited about the new year. uh, And and that excited about all that God will do in us and through us. So yeah, I'll pray. Let's pray. Father, thanks today uh, for your grace. Jesus, thank you that you didn't fight the culture of your day and you didn't run from the culture of your day. You you engaged. Thank you that you loved us enough to, to be born in that manger, in the mess of life, because all of our lives are messy, and then to give your life to pay for all of our sin for all time. And then you rose again so that even in this moment, you can hear this prayer and by your spirit, we can be with you. Thank you. I pray that we would follow you. I pray that we would not run. I pray that we would not fight, but that we would engage. And so teach us each day to renew our minds. May we commit to that in this moment. And I pray that this year would be the best year we've ever had with you. We trust in you, Jesus. Thank you. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen.